Hey, Michael. How are Hello, you? Hello, sir. I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing good. I know you've been suffering a little bit with the flu, so uh, if uh, we hear coughing or sneezing or uh, general hacking of the lungs, uh, I, I, ho- I hope our listeners forgive us. But I, I yeah, want you know I have, you're, I have, an, you're I have a mute button. Okay, all right. You're, you're, but you're allowed. It's okay. We will. Oh, understand. thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, I've, uh, I've I've got our friend Julio here. Hello. Julio Zapata from, uh, let's see, uh, Technology Pundit uh, all around. Uh, he uh, writes regularly for the, uh, in the, his role as technology reporter for St. Paul Pioneer Press. Uh, he uh, appears, uh, you know, haphazardly on uh, <laughs> on Twit uh, uh, this week in tech. Uh, uh, you know, he, he's, he's kind of all over the place. Also author of uh, the fine book, iPad Means Business, which is sitting right behind me. I just glanced back at it just now. Welcome, Julio. Oh, thank you. It's always an honor. Thank you. So, uh, so Mike, we had Julio on um, a, a, a while back. It's been a little while. But mm. he, he listens. He's like one of the three people that listen regularly to this podcast. Yeah, he, he does. And he sends us lots of emails. Yeah. Every yeah, every I've, episode, I've, Julio's got some <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've noted before how uh, I have a I have a ritual. I I, wa- I I'm the dishwasher in my household. I don't want anybody else to wash the dishes because that's my podcast time. That's when I'm washing the dishes, and Patrick Rohn's mellifluous voice is flowing through through the earbuds into my ears, and I am completely serene. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say the same. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, so yeah, we were talking about uh, Twitter stuff a few uh, episodes ago, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Julio uh, jumped on the uh, email uh, almost immediately to say, uh, uh, "I got I have so much more to talk about here, and I want to." And so, I think I jumped on the Twitter actually. Well, yeah, yeah I think you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, I was like, "Hey, no problem. You can stop by any time." Uh, Mikasa Sukasa. So uh, I wanted to, uh, first of all, um, one of the things we talked about before and that uh, I, I really wanted to kind of find out more from you about is uh, you used to be really Twitter focused, mm-hmm. but recently, especially since the birth of Google+, I've noticed you on Google Plus a lot, posting really great stuff there. Um, I do a lot of lurking there. I don't. I haven't really gotten any sort of game on there, but that's. Uh, well, I'll save that for later. But you really seem to have grasped it, and uh, it's. You said that you're kind of been branching out a lot more uh, into uh, social networking and kind of taking a more holistic approach. So, I want to find out kind of. Uh, you know why? What's uh, what's driving that? Well, um, let me start by telling you what my attitude about this was before. Okay. In the past, I was very Twitter focused, and the other the other you know logical alternative was Facebook. And the reason I was Twitter focused is because I admired the elegance, the simplicity, the minimalism of Twitter. And felt completely turned off by the complexity of Facebook. Facebook still has that problem. They keep layering on new features. And it's sometimes it's just impossible to figure out how to set things up and how you know how it works and how to do things on Facebook. It just drives me nuts. It gives me a massive headache. <laughs> Facebook still does. And Facebook, I should also say Facebook is sometimes I, I regard it with deep suspicion because Facebook... Um, 
has a history of playing fast and loose with users' privacy. Mm-hmm. And not, not to mention, uh, it seems like every time they roll out a new feature or a new design of Facebook, they also tend to change everyone's privacy settings yep. to new defaults. Yeah, there's always a privacy emergency of some sort every time they, they create a new feature. <laughs> and um, I don't think this is completely accidental. And as a journal, um, there's there's something happening with Facebook right now. Facebook is uh, very actively wooing, very actively recruiting journalists. There's a guy at Facebook whose job it is to curry favor with journalists and convince huh. journalists to come on Facebook and use Facebook as a journalism tool, and he was in the Twin Cities, and he had this um, he had this gathering at uh, a Minnesota Public Radio, and and it was a, this very jolly gathering where you know journalists were sitting in this room, and they were and they were having this this wonderful warm fuzzy time with Facebook, and I was sitting there uh, <laughs> going, "Are you kidding me? How come nobody's asking any hard questions?" John Gordon of NPR was the only one who asked a hard question. That's not surprising to me. And I, I wrote this this very critical post of journalists. Uh, being a little too trusting uh, of Facebook, and th- this uh, this Facebook guy, the jur- Facebook journalism guy who was there giving that speech, uh, he was very taken aback because he's, I, he's apparently not used to being like confronted and questioned, hmm. and and we had this very testy exchange, uh, uh, ironically, on Facebook. Um, yeah, well, and I would argue it's not just it's not just journalists. Journalists themselves, as individuals and and such, uh-huh. but I see an increasing number of of uh, news organizations, newspapers especially, that are basically turning over their comment sections to Facebook, right? Uh, and, uh, uh, Pioneer Press has done that, yeah, and Pioneer Press has done that, right? Um, so that you know. Uh, basically, the commentary on articles and things like that all happen within Facebook. Require a Facebook account. Uh, you you sign in with Facebook, and 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 it was via that very mechanism that this guy and I had our okay, our, so, had, had our, uh, our, ex- our testy exchange. Gotcha. So yeah. so and is that also part of this guy's job? Is kind of it's not just wooing journalists, but also wooing kind of news organizations. Yeah, he, his job there? is to convince news organizations to use Facebook as a as a as a as their journalism tool. So I come at. Facebook with a lot of suspicion, a lot of mistrust, uh, a lot of skepticism. But at the same time, um, it is slowly dawning on me, uh, we're just talking about Facebook here, it's slowly dawning on me that Facebook, uh, because of some recent changes that Facebook made, is increasingly becoming a useful tool for me as a journalist. Hmm. Uh, One of the key changes being um, now uh, people can follow other people. What I mean by that is, in the past, you had to be friended. People had to friend each other in mm-hmm. order for any communication to be possible. Mm-hmm. And that's still possible. But there's, there's this whole separate mechanism where people, like Julio the tech writer, they can follow Julio the tech writer the same way they would follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't have to friend them. They don't have right. to friend me. They're, they just follow me. I turn on, a, a, I flip a switch in my Twitter account that allows people to quote unquote follow me, and then they can follow me the same way they follow me on Twitter or gotcha. Google Plus. Okay. Right. So uh, in recent weeks, I've my I've slowly been building up uh, uh, my, uh, my my Facebook followers up to three hundred or something now. Wow! And that uh, and that means Facebook is a very different environment for me now because I now regard it as a way to to speak to people that aren't necessarily relatives 
or friends or just people that are interested in what I have to say. So my my Facebook account has been a way for me to to post tech stuff. Okay. It wasn't really that in the past. The other big change on Facebook is the timeline. Okay. The timeline is essentially is a is a complete revamping of your profile page. Right. Uh, at the time, it's called the timeline because uh, you can you see a chronology and as you navigate into the past. You see everything you did on Facebook. It's all uh, there. Okay. But the reason the reason the the timeline appeals to me in a journalistic sense is because when you look at it, it's like it's it has become very blog like, hmm. very almost newspaper like. Okay. Like when I, if I I post uh, you know a summary of a Pioneer Press article that I wrote and then link to it, you know, there's a, the automatic linking structure. Right. And the way it's arrayed on the page, it's 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 very much like. Uh, a blog or yeah okay yeah it's similar in layout and yes and feel the layout is more newspapery okay. more magazine right and so that um, and, and now that's that new that new kind of timeline homepage profile feature that they not all users have it yet right it's it hasn't been in, rolled out of the public if you go to Mashable there's a very there's a somewhat convoluted procedure for activating it okay. Uh, most people have don't have it yet. I did right. it because I jumped through a bunch of complicated hoops to do it, yeah. and I'm glad I did because I really like it. Uh, they give you the option to, to put a, a really large header image. Yeah. Again, it's very blog-like. Right. Your avatar is there. Right. Um, it's. I like it. I, I really like. I'm hmm. surprised. I'm uh, my because of my my disdain for Facebook traditionally. I was surprised how much I like this, and so Facebook has become. Um, it's I'm, I'm spending as much time on Facebook lately as I am on Twitter, which surprises me. Interesting. Yeah. So it basically, basically, and, and, basically, if you're a public figure, I'm sort of a public figure, right? As a journalist and tech writer, I'm a public figure, and changes to Facebook have made it easy for public figures to sort of you know get their stuff out. And this is an alternative to something that exists that still exists, the Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Facebook is slowly nudging people away from the page paradigm. Gotcha. And and towards using your 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 regular account okay. in a page like way. So so okay. Where'd your privacy concerns go? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it seems to me like oh they did you know that your concern was privacy. Uh-huh. They rolled out these features that made it more attractive, but. Uh, do you still have those? Yes, the, the I abso- privacy absolutely still and- absolutely still do. It's it's a little tricky. Whenever I'm posting something, I have to be hyper. I have to be very very careful about the privacy setting. There's a little pull down. Okay. And if I mm. post something about an article that I wrote, I can set it to public. If I if I'm I'm speaking primarily to a small group of relatives or friends. Right. You know, there's a different setting. But Facebook, every so you know, there's supposed to be a default setting. My default setting is not public. <laughs> but every so often I'll, I'll I'll post something, and I'll notice that the default is not the default that I set. Yep. It's public. Yeah. Facebook. That's... Facebook creeps me the hell out. <laughs> and so I I personally don't use Facebook the way most other people do. I don't. Uh, about ninety percent of it is as a journalist. Maybe ten percent of it is as a communication mechanism with friends and relatives. Yeah. I do very, very little of that. Yeah. Much less yeah. than other people. Yeah. I'm using it primarily as a journalist and and if I'm using it as a journalist then privacy is not an issue because I'm speaking to the whole world anyway. Right. So, so you're, uh, you're kind of not, not using Facebook now how it really should be used or intended. I mean Facebook is definitely more of a relationship tool than a I don't know if marketing is the right word. 
tool, like a promotional, promotional tool, like like, yeah. like Twitter is. I mean, Twitter, Twitter, you can feel is definitely much more promotional because you're just, you're just, they're just short bursts of information, um, as opposed to look at this family photo album, which Facebook is. That that that's true, but um, Facebook is is shifting. It's uh, it's encourage it's starting to encourage people who have public personas and private personas to use their their own accounts for, in both ways, and it's nudging individuals away from the page. It, the page is now primarily for organizations, not individuals. Right, right, gotcha. And so, um, yeah. um, and so, so many people are using their Facebook accounts now as, privately and also as public personas. Okay. But the the breakdown sort of varies from individual to individual. Does that if that makes sense? Hmm. Yeah. So then, uh, now I want to pull into the conversation Google Plus mm-hmm. because I've noticed you spending a lot of time there as well, um, and and posting very interesting things there, sharing things that you've seen from other people there. Um, you seem to have a really, um, I think. Uh, I think you're in, in Google Plus. You're an especially interesting follow uh, because uh, there is a, a a nice kind of uh, geek richness uh, going on there. The, the sorts of things that you that you post, um, uh, you know. I think knowing you personally, I know this, but uh, one of the things that's great about following Julio, no matter where you do it—Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus—Julio really is a geek. I mean, he is—he's a nerd. He is an absolute like you know sci-fi tech head nerd that you know the sort of guy who uh, you know photographs uh, little uh, Happy Meal Thor figures in various <laughs> locations and you know you know plo- post stuff in you know like links to you know things in Klingon and you know I mean all sorts of things, right? Uh, and uh, and, and I think that that's what makes it interesting. So tell me how Google Plus is fitting into all of this and how you're using that and kind of where the balance is. You say you, certain things go to Twitter, certain things go to Google Plus, certain things go to Facebook. You know, what's your kind of holistic approach to that? Um, well, uh, first, professionally, we're just talking about me professionally as a journalist right now. Uh, it's become a tripod uh, structure. I'm using Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus almost equally professionally as a journalist. Gotcha. But when you set the professional part aside, just me as Julio as the nerd. Julio the, the nerd. <laughs> I'm um, I'm feeling uh, an enthusiasm about Google Plus that I do not feel for Facebook. Uh, partly because of the way it's designed, it just it feels frictionless. Facebook, um, there are a lot of lot of um, a lot of things that that make it feel forced. Like, for instance, if you post something, something that's, you know, quasi-blog-like and then you want to go back and edit it, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't update it. You can't augment. You, you post something, it's done. You're done. You yeah. Have, you have to move on. With uh, Google+, Plus, uh, any any of your posts on Google+, Plus can be living documents. Yeah. You can post something, you can update it later, you can augment it, you can add another picture. You can edit it. You know, make yeah. a spelling mistake. You can change it. So Google Plus, you know, one of the reasons I like Google Plus is it's it's a it's a it's a blog. It's almost a blogging platform because mm-hmm. your posts can be as long as you like. There are mm-hmm. no limitations. Mm-hmm. You can attach videos. You can attach pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you do that on Facebook too, but it, it's just it just feels easier on, on Google Plus, and you just don't you just don't you don't, you feel no you don't feel any friction. You don't feel any barriers. Mm-hmm. And the other reason. I like um, 
uh, Google Plus is because from the from the very outset, it was a place for people like nerdy, geeky, techy people like me mm-hmm. to hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it started that way. Mm-hmm. Facebook has traditionally been a place, you know, for old friends, school classmates, family. and your mom, and, yeah. and so forth. And Facebook seems to be sort of trying to nudge and force people into the um, let's exchange ideas kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Facebook didn't used to be that way, and and um, Zuckerberg and his lieutenants seem to be sort of dragging people, kicking and screaming into that paradigm that existed on, on Facebook from the very outset. Or you, or you mean on Google Plus? Google Plus, I'm sorry. From the very outset. It's, a, yeah. it's a kind of a salon-like place where, where yeah. you know people that have ideas to exchange and interesting things to share yeah. Can do that, it, you know, in 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 more of a free form kind of a style. Yeah. Well, it, and it really it, it's you know it's a place where um, where people like Robert Scoble and 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 so forth are just thriving because they they just feel this complete freedom to share what they're thinking, what right. they're doing, what they're seeing. Uh, photographers, uh, for instance, just to give you an example, photographers are taking uh, to. Google Plus like crazy because it's a great way to share your images. Yeah, photographers yeah. are active it. on Google Plus a way they they have never been on Facebook, never will be on Facebook or Twitter. Right, and um, and um, and and it seems to me like there's a um, there. It seems like Google Plus is taking a lot of the lessons learned, especially about mm-hmm. privacy. Um, uh, basically, the, the failures they've seen out there, with uh, with Facebook especially, with Twitter to a certain extent, um, and they are... Uh, they're leveraging uh, those. Uh, and they are bringing an approach to, to privacy... Uh, the idea of circles and the idea of uh, sharing things, you know, within these circles, and that these circles are they they overlap, uh, you know, that that uh, and that you can you can maybe share this circle with somebody else. I, I think that that's a really interesting concept. Um, so I like that. But I would say the other thing that I've noticed, just kind of lurking around Google Plus, is. There seems to be, without Google really pushing this, but it's in maybe it's just the people that I follow or in my circles. But there's a a purpose, an intention that is that is there. It doesn't seem to me like people are just coming to to uh, just freeform, you know, hair was what I ate for breakfast sort of tool. Uh, but uh, but that. They're coming to it with an idea of how they want to use it. Mm-hmm. Here's how I want to use Google Plus. Almost as if it. I, I, I'm wondering if if some of that is number one. Here's a chance now that you know when when a lot of us started using Twitter, or Facebook for that matter, either or. Um, one of those things was generally kind of our first foray into social networks and social media and what you know and and so because we didn't have any idea we kind of went in directionless but that now that we've had that you know years of experience now um with using those networks this new one comes along that's compelling 
and is a blank slate. And because of that, and because it's like, we can say, oh, I wish I would have used Twitter more like this in the beginning, or I wish I would have, I would have used Facebook more like this. Mm-hmm. You can kind of bring that to this new platform and say, okay, here's how I'm going to use it. I mean, do you find that to be the case with you? Do you do you do you uh, are you seeing what I'm seeing, <laughs> or is it just me? I just happen to be following the right people. And I have to be honest, uh, Google Plus, it, it still I still don't really um, fully understand where it's going. I don't know what kind of a role it's going to play in my life a year from now, five years from now. Right. Uh, you know, Facebook. Uh, the the reason for Twitter, the reason for Facebook, have been very clear. Um, uh, the rationale uh, for Google Plus still isn't quite clear in my head. It's still a little fuzzy about where it's going. Like, for instance, I don't have very many interactions with friends on yeah. Google Plus primarily because very few of them are on there. Right. It's, Fair enough. So it's more of a, a more of a public blogging platform. But on the other hand, um, and this is a little difficult for me to put my finger on, but I'm having fun with Google Plus primarily because it's liberating. Uh, with Twitter is is very free form and very energetic, but there's the there's the there's the character limit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so Facebook has traditionally been an alternative to Twitter in the sense that there are more bells and whistles. You can write more, you can post more. There's 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 there are, there are more things you can do on Facebook that you can't do on Twitter, but Facebook is badly designed it has many privacy flaws many structural flaws many things that you know when you're doing them you're feeling a lot of friction when i get on google plus i just feel completely liberated there are no uh post length restrictions the features are designed in such a way that you're using them and they feel completely frictionless Mm. the Mm. conversations that are that are flowing back and forth uh on google plus are of a quality that exceed similar conversations on on Facebook. Yeah, and I would imagine just due to their length on Twitter as well. Zuckerberg, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and, uh, and 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 the company they want Facebook to be like Google Plus in that way. They want the Robert Scovels and so forth to have these free flowing, energetic conversations, and that isn't happening on Facebook the way it is happening on Google Plus. At least not yet. Yeah. And so it's uh, so Facebook is not yet a place where I go to find these ideas, to find these people that are saying interesting things. Yeah, uh, Google Plus is where where I go for that, and and also Twitter. Right. So, you know, I find all of this very interesting because it seems to me that I'm kind of the opposite as I've discussed on previous mm-hmm. episodes I've, I've I've kind of begun to pull away a, a, a bit um, and I'm doing a lot more watching and a lot less sharing mm-hmm. um, I'm doing a lot more reading and a lot less conversation um, I'm being a lot more um, intentional about what I post and a lot more careful as well um, you know, much to Mike's uh, uh, chagrin, uh, <laughs> but um, and and others too, right? You know, I, I think I think I have other friends uh, that are, you know, that I used to have, you know, regular conversation and were interested in what was going on with me and with you know my day and things like that on Twitter that 
actually have complained to me that they don't get that anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, it seems to me like you're almost going the other direction that you're that you're you're doubling down on this technology. I am. Absolutely, you nailed it. Yeah. And yep, the, you nailed and, it. And, and and whereas you know, I'm 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 deciding to hold my cards a little bit longer and be a lot more careful with my bets. You're you're going all in. And specifically with Google Plus, one of the I'm, uh, I'm going all in for a couple of reasons. A, there's a level of engagement that I'm finding on Google Plus that I haven't found elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, um, if I'll post something on my personal blog, yeah. If I post something on my personal blog or the Pioneer Press blog or whatever, typically that doesn't trigger energetic conversations involving lots of people. Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of um, other other bloggers have, have different experiences, but in my case, if I post something on one of my traditional blogs, it rarely triggers any kind of a free-for-all or conversation or discussion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Google Plus, on the other hand, uh, it is rare. Uh, it is uh, it's rare. There are it's hardly ever occurs that I'll post something and nobody responds. Yeah. And in many cases, 10, 20, 30 people will respond. People will will plus it. Yeah, as a uh, that's the version of uh, the Google Plus version of liking. Yeah, they'll share it. You can share something. Yeah, you can respond to it. You can comment. Yeah. Um, and so my whenever I go to Google Plus, my my little my little red counter thing shows <laughs> like twenty <laughs> shares and responses. So there's a level of enthusiasm of engagement in Google Plus um, uh, that is that I'm not finding elsewhere. And the other reason is um, is um, my follower count is like spiking. Huh. At this point, I'm 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 closing in on six six thousand followers, which is half of my Twitter. Wow. Follower count, and it's like it's a, it's a little bit like a drug, you know. The more... <laughs> so, so I'm saying to myself, oh, okay, so if I if I'm if I'm really active and interesting on on Google Plus, I'll attract followers, and if I attract followers, that makes me want to be even more interesting, and it's like. And it's like snowballing, and you know, an interesting thing happened. Um, uh, one one of the Julio, really, you took the red pill. You know that, right? Yes. One of the, <laughs> one of the uh, and, and one of the interesting features on Google Plus is uh, if you create a circle with you know 200, 250 people, you could sh- you can share that circle with other people, and then people with one button can follow all the people in that circle. Right. And what happened about a week ago is Robert Scoble created. Uh, two circles of tech journalists that he's following. Right. Uh, uh, he, he divided, you know, the alphabet down the middle. Had one circle from A to whatever, and yeah. and the and I was in the second circle on under the O. <laughs> and he shared that circle. This happened over the weekend, and he shared that circle uh, with his Google Plus followers. And I knew that because I have my iPad set up. <laughs> Uh, uh, the notification Google Plus notifications are turned on, so I hear the little ding if somebody uh-huh. follows me on Google Plus. Uh-huh. And I was like walking up the stairs to my home office, and and I oh, so and I and I heard ding, my ding, 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 I heard my iPad going <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! <laughs> and it's like I went from three thousand followers to six thousand followers. Yes. And it's it's still going up. I'm not, I'm at uh, it's still. Sky, it's just Julio. It, you know I say this with love, but you, you know that that ding sounds an awful lot like Pavlov and his dog. Right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> no, no, but, but no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, beyond the the drug like quality of having more and more followers, there's this there's this uh, just uh, to to digress briefly. There's this um, 
there's this Latin there's this Latin American comic strip called Mafalda. Mafalda is, is essentially what you would get if you um, if you combine Peanuts with Doonesbury. Okay. Doonesbury like characters that look sort of like peanut characters. Gotcha. Okay. But think like Doonesbury characters. And there's this one character, Manolito, who's the uh, he's the son of a of a shopkeeper. Yeah. And he and his father are 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 just one hundred percent capitalist. <laughs> and he and Manolito was sort of describing to his friends what it's like to make the the joy that he derives from making money. Ah. And he was saying, you know, if I get a million, that makes me want another million. And yes. if I get that many more millions, I want even more millions. As sort of at the end of the of the comic strip, he had emotionally just completely reeled out of control. He was like, more, more, more. <laughs> That's me with <laughs> with your followers. Yeah. No, but that 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 uh, that aside, um, the reason this is kind of important for me, uh, especially professionally, yeah, is if I if I achieve a critical mass of followers, mm-hmm. suddenly the the value becomes exponentially more important for me because that uh, Google Plus becomes what Twitter has has long been. It's become sort of an oracle. Mm. I can throw out a question and there's a almost 100% probability that someone has a useful answer for me. Yeah. yeah. So now Google Plus is approaching the importance of Twitter because now both of these services there are enough people following me that I can turn to these people for wisdom, for guidance, for answers. Right, right. And I'm very, very excited about that. And there's very little overlap. Most of the people following me on Google Plus are not the same people that are following me on Twitter. Right. Well, and and it seems to me that as a journalist, you also, you know, it's, it's not just about throwing out, throwing out questions and getting answers. It's also about sources for stories and you know people you know people to interview and you know possible angles that you haven't uh, that you haven't uh, investigated exactly you nailed it um, yes and and things like that right that that um, it actually can really enhance your business and I could see uh, you know I could see as well you know uh, you know we, we live we live in an age where you know Newspapers are running out of money. They're cutting staff left and right. You know, I would imagine that to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, you, when when you have that kind of critical mass, you're you're you become uh, to a certain extent indispensable um, because they they see that. Oh my gosh, he sells papers. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about the indispensable part, but. Um um, I'll make a, a sort of related observation. Um, it's very important. I, I tell I tell my coworkers at the Pioneer Press this a lot. Um, as a journalist, it's, it's it's important to develop your personal brand, mm. a brand that is portable, uh, regardless of where you're working. Gotcha. A yeah. brand that has value, even if you leave the Pioneer Press and go work something else. Yeah. It's a brand that you take with you from place to place. It's as important to nurture and develop that personal brand as it is to nurture and develop your Pioneer Press your identity. Kind of professional one, right? And so my my uh, my uh, my personal social media identity is largely uh, used uh, to further my Pioneer Press work, my Pioneer Press career. But at the same time, it has a, a, a level of importance that's completely separate from the paper. Understood. And uh, that's why I, I, I very, I have very intentionally created a personal a social media identity that is not Pioneer Press specific. Okay. Because a, it doesn't like crumble if I ever leave the paper. Right. And b, it gives 
you know, quite frankly, uh, the Pioneer, it gives the Pioneer Press no leverage whatsoever to say, <laughs> this is ours, not yours. Right. I know of journalists that have attached their social media identities so inextricably to their employers that when they left, they had to leave their followers behind. They had to leave the account behind mm-hmm. and create a new account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that will not happen with me because this is this is mine. It right. is not the Pioneer Presses. Right. So so I want to I'm gonna you know let's let's wrap up here because I I have a lot more questions about kind of the tools that you're using to manage all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would imagine that uh, people would be highly interested in that, but uh, I I want to. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that next time. So, you know, and uh, I, I appreciate you uh, you being on this time. Um, and and f- you know, for those who are are just listening, aren't going to listen to the next one. Um, where do you want those followers to follow you at? <laughs> uh, who, who, where where should they ding? <laughs> well, if you look for O J E Z A P, yeah, regardless of the, the 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 blogging platform or social media service. With the exception of Google Plus, which doesn't let you use usernames. Yeah, yeah. So I'm OJEZAP everywhere on Tumblr, on Flickr, on Facebook, on Twitter. Just look for OJEZAP. In fact, just go to OJEZAP.com and then look look at look look in and click the find me button and then you'll 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 you'll, you'll, you'll find all you'll find everything, yeah. All right, terrific. Well thanks a lot for uh, being on and uh, this we'll was talk- a really fun conversation. Thank oh. you. Oh my pleasure. And uh, thank you, Michael, as always. No problem. I've enjoyed listening. All right. We'll talk later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.